Dear sports fans, elevate your game to the next level with a Toyota truck. Drive the crowd favorite Tacoma. This versatile playmaker is ready to own the weekend. Choose the tailgating MVP, the Toyota Tundra. This is one vehicle that comes up clutch. Or ride in the adventurous 4Runner, a true champion on and off the road. Whichever truck you choose, you're getting a real winner. Come join the team of champions, Toyota Trucks. Visit Toyota.com to learn more or check out your local Toyota dealership today. Toyota, let's go places. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, BSN fans, your favorite Colorado Sports Network has partnered with your favorite Colorado beer, and we're giving them away for free. But in true BSN fashion, we're not letting you go to some major chain for it. We want you to go to your local neighborhood bar and support a real Colorado business. That's why we've created the bar page where any BSN subscriber can go in and get a free beer whenever they want. Just go to bsnbars.com and you can get one free Coors Banquet at any bar on that list. All you have to do is show the bartender the VIP image on that page in your browser and you can retrieve a free Coors Banquet beer at any of those bars. There are over 20 bars there. You're sure to find one close to you. It's bsnbars.com. Find a bar and get a free Coors Banquet on the house. Thanks for listening to the BSN Denver Podcast Network. This is the BSN Avalanche Podcast, powered by the BSN Denver Podcast Network. For the Colorado Avalanche, that's Matt Duchesne. Right now, news is breaking that he has been involved in a trade that has been completed, and it looks like they have pulled him off the ice here after just playing a couple of minutes to start this hockey game. The best Avalanche coverage in Denver. Fans have the puck again in the New York zone. Shot, score! Yes, who? Yes, who? Taking you beyond the ice and inside the locker room. Gerard didn't have a stick. The handoff in the slot broken up with a skate by Gerard. He broke up that play. Then he stopped it there. Oh, wow. What a play by Gerard. <laughs> and now, here are your hosts, A.J. Hafley and Adrian Dater. Ooh, I'm a rebel just for kicks. The BSN Avalanche Podcast, presented as always by In We Go, the only subscription that gets you into almost any event in Denver. Download the In We Go app today. Use the promo code BSN50 to get half off your first month. I'm your host, your host with the most, Jesse Montano. I am alongside a very confused AJ Hayfley and Big Red, Adrian Dater. Oh, I'm just trying to find myself, okay? (laughs) That's all it is. Aren't we all? Yeah. Existential podcast coming up. I don't have a riddle. I don't have uh, an icebreaker. I'll get back to you. I'll get back to you on that. How about that? We'll come in second segment with our um, icebreaker. No one cares how you guys are doing, so let's just dive right into it. Nice. The Avs lost last night to the Edmonton Oilers. AJ, you and I talked about that. uh, Yeah. Pretty, pretty lengthy last night, so mm-hmm. I don't think we need to dive back into it, but some of the com, uh, conversation well, that, that was... One of our listeners said I was angry and that I had things to say, and that was only after the first period, <laughs> so I'm sure, I'm sure I got more and more going as that, as that went on, so hopefully we're Not toned down a little. Detroit game. Well, I'm sure I mean, come on. Tyler Bertuzzi feels the wrath still of AJ. It's true. Uh, but, but so I'll be honest, guys. I didn't watch the game last night. Wow, no. you're off. So the I don't even. I didn't watch one Get second out. of the game. Get out. You're done. Didn't watch it. You're a pretender. Everybody gets one. You just. You just spent yours. Some sir. people have a life. <laughs> some people have a life. But this is mine. Some, I didn't see it. Some I think people you need also to have a job, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> I think that. <laughs> I think that every writer needs to do that once in a while. Get away from the game. Don't even watch it. And listen to the fans, though. And what Everyone. I did, I did read the Twitter feedbacks. 
me Saturday. Apparently, Varley sucked. Yeah. Apparently, I hear that Varley sucked. My sources tell me. So you Varley saw has been sucking lately. A bunch of people angry at me for saying, hey, chill, how about? You saw all that? Yeah, yeah. I did see that. And I don't, <laughs> I'd say panic. I say panic every time in hockey. I know like, you do. Go ahead and panic because yeah. I had to call those you two out losses on are Twitter. Terrible. Someone was trying to pin, pin your negativity on me. Yeah, I'm rubbing off on you, kid. <laughs> I knew I would. The jaded but Adrian Dater. What, what isn't off? <sighs> Varley was terrible. Spot on. Uh, not good. Well, he was even worse in Tampa, so I saw that game. You, you did see that game. So, so let's talk about that because you wrote a How piece. about that? Sources were right for once. <laughs> Ooh. Not fake news. Oh. You, uh, you wrote a piece about it. Tired of getting lied to. Is, 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 is the flame turning up underneath Varley's seat? I would Norm- think so. Normally, I would say no. It's two games. Let's all relax. But you have a unique situation here in Colorado. Well, it's three, games. three games. Three games. Pittsburgh, Tampa. Yeah. Oh, he Edmonton. was. Oh, I'm, I apologize. Yes, 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 yes. Three games. So, nor- again, normally I would say, hey, it's a marathon. Don't worry about it. But when there's someone breathing down your neck to come take your job, yeah, three games. Three games make a difference. As AJ wrote, one is a whatever, two is a something, and three is a bad habits. One is three a whatever, is a two is a something, three is bad habits. Is as always, trend. my eloquence is as well represented. As that's, about, yeah, that's about as memorable as AJ's stories ever get with my uh, with me. So the fact that I remembered even that is amazing. But uh, yeah. yes, he three is a trend. Three is fool me once, fool me twice. Shame on me the third time, right? So, whatever. It was, yeah, I'd say it's some heat on Varley right now. Uh, I don't think he's, you know, I just, I haven't noticed him being as dynamic. Is that the word? He doesn't look comfortable. He doesn't look as quick. He doesn't look as quick in the net. Do you guys think his lateral quickness has gone a little bit? Remember those? To, are you trying to say he's hurt? Or are you just saying he's slowing down? I'm not down? saying he's hurt. I'm saying Drop maybe. It. Do you think he's slowing down a little? Maybe I don't. I don't. No. That, those, um, those reflexes of his that used to be so fast. Well, he's not that athletic anymore. And I think I think oh. one of the things. I think it's the surgery. He yeah. had probably took some of that with him, but I think I'm noticing it more now. Like he doesn't get side to side like as fast as he used to. I, we also I think weren't he, saying that a week and a half ago. I never thought he was the dominant guy, though, on this team. I've never been like a Varley guy this year that's been like, oh, my God, Varley's unbelievable. He's been okay. He's off to a pretty great start. Okay to pretty good. I wouldn't use the word great. I'd say would. pretty good. Up until a week and a half ago, he was fifth in, out of starting goaltenders in all of the metrics. Don't forget, scoring is higher than it's so. been in many years this year. So. Which made his start even more impressive. Also shows that his numbers aren't as good as they were, even though a couple years ago, I don't think. No, they were higher. He was at a 9.30 save percentage before Pittsburgh. That's obviously changed. All right, all right. I'll defer to the Rain Man it, well, here. It was, but it was, I, it was I after the shutout, and so it was like it was real high. He'd had a really good start, and then you know he's had three disasters in a row. Like, How there's no way he can start against St. Louis. So what if he does? Well, what does the that back say? To, the back-to-back, he's going to start against one of them. You know, so it's the back-to-back makes it so that he they have to play him this weekend. Even with these three bad games, he's still a nine sixteen goalie, two point seven one goals against on this <clears throat> on this year. So he's average. Even with the above three average league average, I believe is at like nine oh eight. You are correct. Yeah, that low. Scoring's higher than ever, remember? It's just not happening right. to Colorado. It's happening to Philly and <laughs> most of that's Philly, let's yeah. be honest. <laughs> most of that's Philly bringing Boy, the average. Ottawa's down. giving up a lot of oh, goals. Oh, Ottawa, too. yes. Give up more, baby. A lot of goals. Sorry, Craig. Hope you get no Matt Duchesne now for several weeks. Yeah, well, I heard Bobby it's a Ryan. torn groin. Ah, dude. Yeah. I mean, that's just a, man to man. a longer term deal. So sorry. Just when he was going to sign his extension, too, maybe. So they'll be able to give him the captaincy in a little bit cheaper contract now. That well, was mean. I'm gonna ta- I'm gonna I'm gonna pull my groin walking out of here. Do you sign Matt Duchesne to a long-term deal now that he's got a or an eight-year deal now he's got a t- torn groin? Maybe. I mean, it's not like one of those things that guys can't come back from. No, 
He's but, pretty reliant on that, though. I guess. I don't know. His Whatever. Brain. Let's not make it about Matt. But uh, about Varley, I don't think he – I think he's had a really bad week. I don't think he seems confident right now. I don't that think he I looks with. comfortable physically. And I'm worried. How I'm much, worried. How much of this is, is reason for concern? <clears throat> how much of this is, yeah, that's just Varley's whole career? I think there's some concern. For I me, it's concern. his whole career for right now. Obviously, this keeps up. Uh, that becomes a much bigger concern. But for right now, this for me, this is the guy who he's. He, this is who he's always been. You know. Now, obviously, giving up six, giving up seven. You know, an extreme. But boy, when he gives up goals, though, doesn't he give him? That's the thing. Punches? That's what I'm saying. Like when he comes down off of his dominant stretches, where he's played very, very well. He doesn't just come down and give up three goals a game for two weeks in a row. He get he loses you games, and yeah, we, we have lose. these conversations. We ha- remember we had this conversation before he got hurt last year in December, he seems where it was like his battle level a little bit. When Bernier had a great game in Pittsburgh, and it was like, oh, is is Bernier going to push Varley? And God, did you see you the know? goal Bernier gave up the other night for Detroit? Oh. I, I try not I think to. They made one. the right call not signing him. I, I try not to subject myself to Detroit games. Oh God, he was awful the other night. Um, yeah, that has not worked out very well in Detroit. The Bernier signing. Oh, only two and a half more years to go. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Them in Vegas with Stasny. So Stasny's oof. back though. Hey guys, though, uh, let's. It's not like uh, Grubauer was. All that great either. The last no, couple well, of that's games. their problem. Grubauer hasn't been any good either. Like he was solid in Florida. So do do we just you know, is it a sure thing that Grubauer starts Friday night? You think? I think it has to be. I mean, have to. I guess. Well, has but to be I mean, he, he was good in. Re- I At thought the end he of the was. Day, I thought does he it was, matter? I thought he was okay in relief in Tampa. Well, I thought he was okay. And, and I thought they, he earned the start against Edmonton. I, I would too. have started him. Well, last he's got to have a penalty kill that doesn't give up blindside. Yeah tap-in goals anymore. They have to have a defense that doesn't turn the puck over like Tyson Berry did about Brutal. five times last night. So Ian bad. Cole, Eric Johnson, who has been garbage the last couple games. Sounds like you read my grades last night. Yes, I did <laughs> read them, actually. I read the content. Uh, so Adrian Dater, loyal BSN Denver yeah, reader. Right. Loyal, questionable there. Lifetime yeah. pass holder. <laughs> <laughs> How, so that's an, interesting, that's an interesting point because everyone – on Twitter and everyone all over Avs land is talking, you know, the goalie, the goaltending has been bad. Check. We agree. Yeah. Defense how, has been bad. How much, how much is it the defense? Oh, it's, it's a healthy, a healthy amount. Like, like the, the Pittsburgh game, great example of a game where I thought it was a lot of defense. Now the last two goals are on Varley, but the first four, there's a lot of, there were a lot of things you could say about the defense. Leading up to that. And when you've got bad defense and then you've got a goalie that's leaky like Varley has been lately, nah. It's a, that, I mean, that's how, Bay, the, that's how you go 6 7 and 6. The PK has been terrible lately. I mean, they've been giving up too many goals on the PK. They're down into the bottom half of the league now uh, on the PK. I think they're 17th or 18th. Um, given how fourth, hot it started, that means they've been really, really bad. For a while now, um, I I'm not you know when I say panic I don't think we need to panic I think every team goes through this stuff uh, <clears throat> but when you lose home games like that last night you start to worry a little more the Tampa Bay game I saw coming a mile away they weren't going to win that game no matter what yeah they were not going to win that I one. didn't expect a seven one loss no I didn't expect that. But they, so they lose that game. Throw it out the garbage. Throw it out the window. But uh, to come home and just get dominated like that by Edmonton Oilers, I mean, enough. As much of a Ken Hitchcock disciple as I am, enough already with Ken Hitchcock dominating everybody all the time. You know, he's not Gross. Zeus. Yeah, he did right? a ton of that just in go Dallas beat last that year. Oh. He, he drives me nuts in a way because he's he's such a good coach and yet he, uh, you know, God, it's like God, can't you? He's not. It's, it's just hockey, you know. He's putting out McDavid and guys the same as the other coaches. I, I don't understand why, you know, the Avs just sort of gave in last night to that team. It seemed like when Hitchcock made a couple moves, they put played McDavid more in the early going. 
AJ made the observation that that freed him up. Or that, that tired out the Avalanche defense maybe a little bit. Um, Chasing around that maniac is, will. <laughs> I didn't like the way the Avs responded from a home a loss last night. I, I thought that was a garbage effort, and I'm uh, I'm worried about that now going forward. See, again, and, and I, uh, not that we need to rehash too much of last night, I didn't think it was a garbage effort. I thought the Avs were the better team for large stretches of that game. Yeah, the defense and so. the goaltending, you said you didn't watch. Yeah, no, I read the... <laughs> I read but enough of the recaps to think. The defense and the goaltending. I was not following good. along the, the, on Twitter. The, the, the offense was good. Offense. The offense was I'm good. I'm sorry. The you op- don't put up 43 shots on goal without having a pretty solid offensive uh, effort. Fine. Especially because you look at the period breakdown, and it wasn't like their, the third period was heavily tilted. You know, <clears throat> they had more. but the, the game flow chart for the second period is the most telling part of that game. It's the whole time is in Edmonton is, is abs possession, abs possession, but you have Edmonton goal dots <laughs> sprinkled in. That's 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 the yeah. perfect re- representation of that game. It's I didn't uh. think it was a, a horrible effort. I, I thought in yeah. typical abs fashion, they had a couple minutes here, a couple minutes there of lapses and they weren't getting the goaltending yeah, to bail them out. <clears throat> so yeah. that, that that to me was a difference. So, again, I don't have an. A huge issue with that response. Obviously, a loss is a loss. Yeah. But I think a lot of that does, going back to where we started this this segment, goes back to, to Varley. Varley needed to bounce back. He statistically, in his career, has bounced back really well from bad games, and he just flat out didn't. Yeah. And to me, that was what killed the Avs last night. I think you give Grubauer, you know, it sucks because you, you're backed into a a back-to-back, yeah. so you can't ride Grubauer right. They're here. both going to start, and so it's like it doesn't really matter which one's which, in my opinion. Or do you maybe just go full YOLO mode and say Grubauer's getting both? Because they did no. that to Varley a couple times last year where they played he, him both. Yeah, th- they did that because he was – they were in the, the, like, the march of a playoff run, and, you know, Varley was playing exceptionally well. This is not the case where you would play either guy. Neither one of them deserves to play back-to-back. So this is, a, this is a situation where you play them both, and you don't get cute. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, more stuff. <laughs> this is the BSN Avalanche Podcast presented by In We Go. Stick with us through the break. Hey, everybody. This is the BSN Avalanche Podcast presented by In We Go, Denver's best subscription that allows you to go to as many events as you can, including Avalanche games, for only $39 per month. There's no additional costs or fees. You heard that right. You can get tickets to Avalanche home games with your In We Go subscription for only 39 bucks a month. And it's not just Avs games. It's Rockies, Rapids, Nuggets, Buffs, concerts, beer tastings, food fests, comedy shows, concerts, and anything else that you can imagine. If it's going on in Denver, there's a good chance that In We Go can get you in. Here's where it gets good. We partnered with In We Go to give BSN listeners a great deal. Go to inwego.com slash BSN or download the app for free and use promo code BSN50 when you subscribe to get 50% off your first month. That's right, all events in Denver for under 20 bucks during your first month. Try it and fall in love with it just like we all did at BSN Denver. Go to inwego.com slash BSN or download the app for free and use promo code BSN50. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back in. Second segment here on the BSN Avalanche podcast. Presented by In We Go. Download the In We Go app today. Use the promo code BSN50 to get half off your first month. Jesse Montano sitting with AJ Hayfley and Adrian Dater. <coughs> Talking some abs. We're going to do a little bit of a shorter segment here. Talking some aisles. Because the, the lights went out in Barclays, so they pa- had to delay the third period. Power is out at Barclays Center for the Knights and, and the Islanders. And... Guys are just kind of skating around. I feel bad for the intermission report guys. They just had to, they just had to vamp for like 15 minutes there. I'm being blamed for this because of my abandonment of the Islanders. Their collective broken heart is what, uh, is what put the lights out. Sounds feasible to me. I think it's pretty. You know, I think I think it's they're right on the right right track. Speaking of people right on the, on right, the right, track. right track, yeah. Okay. Connor Timmons, you saw him today. Yeah. He's not a unicorn. Does exist. And he's not just skating by himself anymore. Yeah, talk Let's about get it. The update. You yeah, see? so he uh, I got there an hour before practice and he was out there the entire time. 
Um, I really? meant to the tell you hour? practice was at noon. Yeah, he was out there uh, skating next to Barbario with uh, the skills coach the entire time. Previously, we had just seen him out skating around, messing around with pucks and whatnot. But he was out there running uh, full speed drills with Sean Allaire. Um, big, big, I mean, different big. man. It, it's a different look. He's going full speed. He's going hard. He's skating hard. You know, All he's taking well, taking January shots. January is when he could come back, right? Yeah. So, you know, Bender said at practice yesterday he's still out indefinitely. Of course, that's what they're going to say until he's back. So, yeah, uh, that's good news. I mean, I think I think it's I think it was a really positive sign, and I could just be reading into it. But I thought it was a really positive sign that he was actually out there doing hockey things. Yeah, I don't see how it's a negative when he's and out not there for just an hour. skating around by himself. Yeah, no question. We've all heard that he's doing better, and he's hopefully, if all goes well, January, so we could finally be back in a hockey uniform. In uh, and he'll play for the Eagles. It's not like this yeah, guy's going to crash the the Avalanche roster. He's not going to take wait, Patrick Nemeth's job. Wait, well, I was going to say, man, not in, not right away, man. Come no, on. I know. I'm just saying, the way they've looked lately, uh, <laughs> go ahead and play them. Uh, so uh, is that the plan? I mean, we don't know for sure because no. they won't say exactly what's. We're not 100%. But we've heard but that he's going to come back in January if all goes well. Yeah. Well, no, just because I, there were people that were uh, <clears throat> asking today on, on, on yeah. Twitter, what is the plan for Connor yeah, Timmons once no, he's back? We don't, know the public, we don't know the full plan yet other than he's skating in more often than he was and yeah. what else is there what other plan is there I mean you know he's, he's, their goal is to get him back playing hockey as soon as possible so uh, I don't think there's anywhere he's skating for an hour if he has major concussion symptoms well uh, and, and they wouldn't allow it you know it's, they, it's, the liability on this stuff he's so. not the big thing is he's not going to be on the Amps roster right away no he's no, not he's, coming back and then no you know no no, As no, a kid no. st- making no. the jump from junior. No, no. He's <laughs> like, let's remember we're on planet Earth. Like, we got to temper those expectations. <laughs> hey, no, no. We're not going to see <laughs> Timmons on the Avs at all this year unless there's a major. I would not expect so. Now, Kale McCarr, on the other hand. So you talked to, to his, in April. You talked to his coach last week. I did. I did. What Greg you got? Ca- Greg Cavill. How's he doing these days? Good. Very good. <laughs> He had the number one ranked team before I talked to him, of course, and then the Dater Jinx yeah. got applied. And the then the cooler showed up. The very next game, the Dater Jinx took effect, and they lost to Quinnipiac, and I believe lost their number one ranking. And they have since won two straight games, though, including a 5-2 to two victory over the Yale Bulldogs last night, which I heard Kale McCart was dominant in, even though he didn't score any goals, I don't think. Uh, the word I hear from everybody is that Kale McCarr is a uh, dominant presence on the ice. And, uh, you know, the Avalanche have one hell of a defenseman coming on their way, possibly hell as soon yeah. as April. All right, so. So Kale, Greg Carvel said that it's night and day, basically, how Kale McCarr has looked this year as opposed to last, in his view. He's more dedicated. He's better shape. So you know, he's a better, smarter player. He's not confused. He, he did say he still has a defensive hiccup now and then. Probably something he'll always have. Young kid. But his skating, his decision-making, his power moves, his his sort of killer instinct with the puck offensively, all really good things for the Colorado Avalanche. Looking forward. Is it the best thing for the Avs to to get McCart into the lineup? As well, no. now we don't even know when this season is going to be over. We kind of expected this isn't a team that's going to, you know, make a push for the tournament or anything. You know, obviously, once you get into the tournament, it's it's one loss and you're done. But this is now looking like a team maybe poised to go on a bit of a deep run, even if they make the tournament. I they're they're going to make the tournament. I mean, once you're number one by Christmas or so, I mean, they're going to make it, and they have even, a really easy even conference. Even if you make the tournament. You're still talking. It's going to extend his season several weeks from last year. Okay. Well, they have that like two-week break before the Frozen Four and the yeah. other tournaments, which is too long. Yep. Yeah. That would change things if they I end would, up in the Frozen Four. That would change how I feel I would about say it. The Avs should hope for UMass to not make the Frozen Four. 
if they want immediate help from Kale McCarr, obviously. Yeah. Losing the first round of the tourney and be done. <laughs> yeah, I think that works well for everybody. Make the tournament, have some like, fun, UMass. But let him score four points to, a game, but lose. Don't go to June playing <laughs> hockey. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, uh, hopefully, you know, um, you know, hopefully everything continues on its path with the kid. He's... Uh, but so hold on, hold on. So let's say that's the case. Let's say they get into the tournament, they don't make it. They don't make it to the Frozen Four. Okay. What do you do with Kale McCarr if you're the Abs? I play it by ear. I don't. I don't worry about the ELC. I sign him immediately. And you drop him in wherever you are at the time. Huh? I yep. tried to ask Joe Sakic about that. What the plan might be? Radio silence. No yeah. response. So that, to me, that says. I don't know what that says really. It says radio silence. <laughs> they're not talking about it. And Vegas takes a 3-2 lead on the Islanders. Uh, yeah, they got the lights back on. I Leonard didn't tend notice. to think when they go silent. <laughs> I tend to oh, think boom. when they go silent that they want to maybe sign him and have plans to. If they didn't, weren't going to sign him at all and bring him in this year, mm -hmm. I think they would say that. Yeah, I agree. So I think what it means is they very well could be playing hockey for the Avalanche come April or May. Well, and I think um, so this is something I talked about on the show that I did by myself on Monday. Yep. Uh, Monday. Yeah. yeah. Um, I talked a little bit about the contract situations. I'd burn the year of Makar, of, of the ELC. I would do it because I want to get to his second contract as fast as possible mm -hmm. to sign him to a long-term deal for as cheap as possible before he makes himself ultra expensive. Good point. Good and the point. extra year, if you give him a full year on that, on, on you make him go through three years Excellent of an ELC point. like they're going, going to with Gerard. Excellent point. You so, know, all of a sudden, you know, maybe he makes himself real, real expensive. You give him three full NHL seasons. I'd burn that year trying to get to that as quickly as possible. ELCs are great value, but the second contract can be even better value for long-term guys. When you're talking about he'll be 22 years old, you know, and, and we don't know what the production looks like, but we have expectations of what it looks like. Yeah, and especially so I if think the guy has a, a mediocre second year and then <laughs> and then as opposed to burning it up like Nathan McKinnon. Right. Well, and <laughs> so I think I think that's how I would approach it. I would burn it, and I say that, but I, if, if they get to, like, the first week of April – which is when the Frozen Four will be going on, and the UMass is still in it. I'm not. I'm not doing it at that point. Then. So you wouldn't bring him in, because, Charlie McAvoy style, and right. drop him straight into the playoffs. Exactly. I would not do that because I don't. Uh, just flat out, I don't trust Bedner to play him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not, and at that point, you know what I would do? I would sign him to an ATO and have him go play for the, the Eagles. The bottom line is, if you're depending on Kale McCarr and hoping to be your savior by the. <laughs> April and May, you're in trouble as a team yeah. anyway. He uh, shouldn't. Your third. He's going to be on the third pairing. He can help, but he uh, shouldn't be. I mean, the difference between winning a round and not. <sighs> not yet. I, anyway. I guess it also depends on what your decor is looking like at the time. You know, yeah. if Johnson's down an injury, with an injury, which or, it's a great happens. point as well. Right. If Anton Lindholm's on your NHL roster and with like Mark Alt and a few of these <laughs> other guys down there, then, then you bring then, him in. Then yeah, I'm bringing him in because I'm like a dude. I I want to try and win. Audition. Yeah. The RFA thing is an interesting point. And, uh, Kevin, you know, actually mentioned that the other day we were talking about Kamenev. He's a big Kamenev fan. And uh, I was like, oh, that's a tough that week for him. Well, sucks, well, sucks for him. And we were like, oh, that sucks. And he said, well, it may end up being good long term if that keeps his next contract price. Mm. I don't small, think we have to worry small. about his contract. Yeah, they price weren't, right it now. wasn't going to matter anyway. He was no. going to score 15 points this year. Yeah, because he was scoring. Well, and he's zero at the end points. of his ELC. So. Is this his last year? Yeah, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, he, no. That's I mean, a situation yeah. where it's irrelevant. Yeah, he's. He's a two-year. I would irrelevant. He's I would, unless he has like a thirty or forty-point year, it's irrelevant because well, he would just take a qualifying offer for a year, and it would be. Well, nothing. I know that's, he, that's what I'm saying. But he, so, so nine point five, nine fifty a year player well, right I, now. Yeah, be right now, deal. right, exactly. Shouldn't even exactly. give him two. Give him one. Yeah, I mean that's fine. That's <laughs> the point. If if he played for the rest of the year, and let's say he did really start figuring out again, that's all totally hypothetical. Ooh, that's a big jump, dude. Five he would go from five points in 23 games to having 25 points in the last half of the season. That's a real big yeah, jump. He's, I didn't see that coming. I, I'm I not saying saw I saw game. it coming, but I'm saying it's not It's not even a consideration anymore. Right. You know, that was a guy you were starting to put heavy minutes on. Uh, nah, important was, minutes he on. He was working his way towards 10 per night. So let's but, in, but power yeah, play, penalty kill, yeah. defensive zone face-offs. 
They were Which giving him. You love to talk hey, about. They were giving him chances. Nope. Uh, so I'm saying he was he was playing loss. in key moments. He wasn't playing a lot of moments, but they were putting him out there in situations where they trusted He's him. He's definitely an important loss, if only because that was a natural center who could handle that role and gave them a little additional offensive upside. And could win face-offs. Which they're not going to get with a, a fourth line of Colin Wilson and, <laughs> and Gabe Bork combination. Like, they're not going to produce offense. For sure. Let's take one more quick break. When we come back, yeah. we're going to take a look to a city where you will be heading in just a mere... Um, whoa, what was that word? A mere amount of... I, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore here, guys. You're going to be heading to St. Louis soon. We're going to talk Less about... 12 hours. The train wreck that yeah. is the Blues, I'm sure that will suddenly figure itself out as soon as the ads get to town. Jesse Jinx. I, I, no, I, I just, I already prefaced that. I already, I, I'm ahead of it. See? I, I said up. they'll figure it out as soon as the abs show up. Yep. BS and Avalanche podcast presented by In We Go. We will be right back. The biggest benefits of CBD are our cognitive, our neuroprotection, neuroregeneration, anti-inflammatory, and then a lot of the most common situations that, that people are taking it are for pain. That is Arthur Jaffe, a former CU Buffs football player and founder of Elixinol, a Colorado-based company focused on providing the highest quality of CBD oil and hemp extracts in the world. Like Arthur mentioned earlier, CBD has significant medical benefits and isn't limited to just athletes. Everyone can take it, from adults and children to even your dog. I wished I would have learned about it or that it would have been more prominent at a younger age to potentially have, have given my father a, a significant opportunity to fight prostate cancer, which ultimately took his life when I was 13. You know, I really think that it would have helped him. Arthur and the folks over at Elixinol's mission is to educate, inspire, and empower others to live naturally healthy, happy lives. To learn more and join the CBD conversation, check out Elixinol.com. Hey everybody, before we jump into our final segment, I want to tell you about this really awesome deal for BSN listeners. If you didn't know by now, Total Beverage is delivering beer, wine, and liquor to anywhere in the northern metro area from Wheat Ridge to Erie. And for a limited time, Total Beverage is offering $10 off of your $50 purchase on their website and on their app. Use the promo code BSN10 to save $10 off your $50 order for all of your holiday parties and have it delivered right to your door. Let's finish the show out. Third and final segment, nice. BSN Avalanche podcast presented by In We Go. We are also down here at Blake Street Tavern, our, our one of our favorite spots to come. Yeah, nice. AD got the the nachos and was shoveling them into his face like he hadn't eaten Dude, in and weeks. I, and I have half the tray still here. They're so big and massive. He was eating them with a with an actual shovel, and he's still I not even done. I need a doggy bag, honestly. Yeah. My kid is... He was... His hands are big enough. Dude, they're they are so good. Shovels. They're so big, though. They're, they're massive tray of nachos. Shovels, handheld. Yeah, yeah right. The, bet, the Blake Street Tavern nachos are the best in Denver. No question about it. Yeah, it's not even close. Not even close. I, I don't remember where you and I went the other day, but you're like, yeah, I got the nachos, like, expecting Blake Street nachos, and these are just nachos. Like... <laughs> I did? Mm-hmm. I don't remember where we were. There's some good nachos. I got nachos Let's not get it wrong. But. Yeah. See, weren't even memorable. Yeah, they clearly. They weren't even memorable. Clearly, man, because I <laughs> don't remember this at all. It was somewhere you and I just went for fun, I think. I don't remember. Regardless, not important. We're down here at Blake Street, guys. I don't have fun. I'm Captain No Fun. <laughs> it's uh, right across the street from Coors Field on Blake Street. Imagine that, the Blake Street Tavern. Ugh, aptly named. <laughs> we say it all the time, guys. We're always getting asked, where should we go? Am I planned a trip to Denver? I'm on my way in. Can this I is no doubt on game day. This is where you should be stopping. Yes. Absolutely. Especially in the summer, especially for Rockets yeah, games. Don't go to Brooklyn's. Come here. Make the walk. Is Take the lift. Walk, whatever. Yeah. It's Brooklyn's. Like, whatever. Brooklyn's, uh, it's too packed. I don't want to say anything well, about it's, Brooklyn's. It's too packed. And for me, man, just Brooklyn's is little, great, little except when they, they always shut their kitchen off at, like, 10 o'clock. Always right when I got there. Yep. After, after a, a game. game, and I'd yep. be like, "Sorry, the kitchen's closed." I'm like, "What? What?" You know what? You know what they do here at Blake Street? Open till two. One kitchen open till one a.m. Oh, one a.m. They That's are right. open till two. Big though. sign right when you walk in. Kitchen open till one a.m. Yep. That to me is makes a lot. I came here of after the uh, Blues game yep. uh, in Denver a couple weeks ago, yep. and came over here, and I got uh, yep. got a nice delicious Huge grilled difference. cheese post game. Difference. Mm-hmm. So much better when this kitchen serves late. You know, I know it's breaker. a pain for the, ki- the staff, but it's great. I don't know, man. Um, God. 
I'll tell you to what quote not you, to do. I look like your maid? I'll tell you what not to do. That's not my. I'll tell you what not I'll to show do. You the text. One more oh, time. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> that was a funny text. I'll tell you what not to do when I come to Blake Street Tavern like I did getting over here. Uh, coming down a side street, I went down uh, uh Was it this one right way. over here? Yes. I did it the I other way. I went night. the wrong way. <laughs> I came On here. On a two-lane road, I didn't know traffic was coming the other way, so I was coming. I came here for pleasure, not business, the other day, and I did the same thing. That's hilarious. Jeez, yeah, dangerous. AJ, you are on your way out of town, heading to St. Louis, where things have have really come unraveled quickly. They went out, and yeah. a lot of people said, "Hey, this is easily the most improved team in the Central. Mm. This is now the team the Avs will have to unseat in order to get into the playoffs." And it's been an absolute train wreck from game one. Although they did win last night. So I uh, left the gym this afternoon. The Oilers won last night too. Peter Shirelli isn't forgiven. Mm. Uh, so I, when I left the gym this afternoon, I grabbed my phone. Mm. And I'm looking at it. And I had a couple of text messages from people. And they all had the same theme of St. Louis is going to look for them to start moving bodies. They're going to start opening up, uh, you know, putting a for sale sign outside the Enterprise Center. Is that what it's called now? Uh, Enterprise. Yes. Enterprise? Okay. Great. I mean, I'll find out tomorrow, but great. Enterprise Center, yeah. It was reported today that multiple GMs have been basically and, asked yeah. for their offer on Vladimir Tarasenko. So I got home and I saw that, and I was like, oh. Fake news. Fun. That's fake well, news. No, no, no. I mean, there's, there's a difference between shopping and saying, what are you willing to give? That's fine. It's going to take an awful lot to make a deal with Vladimir Tarasenko happen. Yeah, he's a, not because and, people can't. Well, and first off, he's not coming to Colorado. So, I mean, every Avs fan listening who's like, oh, 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 oh. no, <laughs> no, they're not. There would it why would, it, it would require something stupid to get him? Tyson Berry for Tarasenko done. <laughs> How does that help St. Louis? Well, they're going to lose Pietrangelo, with, with, uh, so replace, Ryan replace him. Who is goes back with his buddy Ryan O'Reilly. O'Reilly. Done. Tim Horton. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that guy dead? No, seriously, though. What, what do you think will happen with, with Tarasenko? I say nothing. Yeah. He'll be there for a couple more years. He's too I'm good not worried to about trade. Tarasenko, you don't trade a Vladimir Tarasenko in a fire sale. I'm not, I'm not worried about that one. It's yeah. more the Petrangelo. I think they're gonna, they have to try and do something about their goaltending. I wouldn't be surprised to see... Don't I, I always think the Pittsburgh Penguins are up to something because Rutherford wants to make a splash. Um, okay. Well, that's a team that would make sense for a guy like Petrangelo. Right. So I. You, you you've always got to look. We talked about it before. You know, we laughed and joked, but at the same time, you got to look at the at the ones who are always there somehow. He's hurt though right now too, Petrangelo. I believe. Uh, he hand got hurt injury. in the game in Denver. Hand injury. Mm. He's out for a bit. I believe. They had like a shuttle going for <laughs> Blues players during that game. They had the golf cart running between the X-ray room and their locker room. Do you think the Avs go in there and take care of business, or do we have a sort of a nightmare scenario where the Avs go in and just sort of play to down to their level tomorrow night? I mean, it's not a nightmare. Friday. I don't think that's a nightmare if they lose, but wow. it's obviously not ideal. If you go in there and, and, and you, <laughs> you lose really seven need, to one, they the really need to go win. Like they really you know Ryan O'Reilly will get a, a point. That's for given. That's a that's for sure. Well, yeah. He didn't in Denver. That's right. He didn't. Yeah. He did. They he they walked game. out of there with an OT that's win, right. and he that's didn't right. get it. I was so sure he was going to get the <laughs> OT goal. He almost had that OT well, goal. Well, it was on the power play. So. Oh God. The king of power play points, Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah. Seven and a half million. Score thirty a year. We talked about St. Louis. I had John Kelly on the podcast yeah. uh, recently, which I know you yeah. two listened to. Yep. So he talked a lot about the Blues. Sure did. Uh, Baddies. You know, it started with that, you know, they had a pretty good start, but, you know, Mike Yao is always on a short leash. Not a good Doesn't coach. sound like Craig Berube was the right guy to be the guy to turn him around. Like, that's can seems, we, can we seems fair to say right now. collectively agree to stop giving Mike Yo jobs? He's not a good head coach. Can him he's, and Peter Shirelli just go, like, team up somewhere in Europe? He'll be, you know. Okay. You know, that's, that's a dude that might I could see giving He'll him, like, an, an AHL job, too. But I'm not giving him another NHL job. Ever. But, no, so, so you know, with the Tarasenko, the big names coming out of St. Louis, you're going to expect the San Jose's to be there, the Pittsburgh. Mm. 
San Jose, I think, has to do something. <laughs> yeah. They, they pushed their go chips all in, all in right. and... Well, I mean, they're out of first-rounders, so I don't know what else they're going <laughs> to use to deal. They're going to dip into the, the CHL rules. We'll trade you our first-rounder in 2035 because <laughs> right. that's the next like, one we all have. All right, Ryan, I guess Ryan Merkley's next on that list. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. But, but, you know, so you look at a team like San Jose who might get a little desperate to do something because yeah. right now the Eric Carlson experiment... Whoopsie! He's going to be okay, though. I, I, I agree. I think I think yeah, I think he'll go to free agency in the next team he signs there, with. There have definitely been a. a they did not go and get Eric Carlson to watch Calgary win the Pacific, <laughs> and they especially didn't get saying. Eric Carlson to go into Ottawa and get their butts whipped by the Ottawa Senators like that happened. Correct me if I'm wrong. They're sitting in a wild card for, spot right now, aren't they? Ottawa. Uh, I don't know. Ottawa's the, starting. To I haven't lose. I haven't looked at the standings in Ottawa's starting hours. to lose a lot now. So yeah, the Jackies. <laughs> the Jack Hughes uh, stuff, bring it back on, maybe. Yeah. Is Jack Hughes really the real, real, real deal? That's another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard some things that maybe. You've probably think heard that there's insanely good other prospects in this lot. draft. He's I don't think the he's Connor a center. McDavid or anything. No, he's not Connor McDavid. So I don't think he's generational. Okay, that that's a you know so we, we I would slow our roll a little I bit. I would oh, put Jack Hughes, Jack Hughes. I would put Jack Hughes between in, in terms of ceiling. I would put him somewhere between Eichel and Matthews. Oh, that's pretty good stuff. So very, <laughs> so very, very good. Yeah. Like very, very good. I have not seen him play. He's like except for YouTube. Good. I don't, and I can't tell anything on YouTube clips. I don't Too responsibly. My problem is, is that I don't think he stays at center in the NHL. Ooh. And so that makes him Patrick Kane. Which, well, hey, Patrick Kane's great. Uh, I should say, I'm sorry, Patrick Kane's a great hockey player. I don't want to say Patrick Kane is great and somebody listen to this and I never live that down. Don't comment. <laughs> he's a great hockey player. Yeah. And if that's, what, if that's what Jack Hughes ends up, he's going to have a perfectly fine career. Well, yeah. So the, I, I feel like Avs fans have sort of gotten into this either or, you know, it's a Jack Hughes or bus kind of thing where it's like, oh, we there's, have to win that number one. There's pick. a lot. Of, every Ottawa win of is really, disaster really, really good. Top, I have if they get a top, I have five it six pick, deep. If they get a okay, so if they get a top six pick, they're gonna be just they're fine. They're gonna be fine. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna be good. And then they'll get to pick with theirs later. Yep. But no, so, so <laughs> no, I, they won't. They'll trade that. <laughs> I think St. Louis. This is an interesting scenario to watch because you're far enough into the season now. Teams know what they are. Teams know yeah. where they need to be going. Teams know where they need to be making Shit. improvements. Speaking of Jack Hughes, you want to talk about strong competition for Ottawa. It's St. Louis and Chicago. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and New Jersey all of a yeah. sudden. Yeah, yeah but don't Florida. worry. Their Twitter account wouldn't shut up about the fact they started 4-0 for like two weeks. Oh, what, I know, what are right? They, like they are. They're 30 now? I know, right? I remember that, too. I, I was in New Jersey for that when they were 4-0, and the Avalanche pinned their first loss on yeah. them. And they were like, we won the cup. We're awesome. We yeah. have New Jersey Devils. John the Devils Hines. are back. John Hines for Jack Adams. Oh, dude. John Hines Coach of the Year has been a thing for many, oh, many years. God, I know, right? Just, for guys just who won absolutely nothing. Account. Yeah, I agree. Anything uh, else to add on St. Louis, guys, before we get out of here? They're uh, bad, man. They're bad. I what, think, what do you, you think know. happens? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get both of your guys' takes here on what. What do you mean? With St. Louis. Do, do they go full fire sale or do they ride it oh, out? Oh, what do I think happens from here? Yeah. Yeah. I would, uh, I would, uh, Petrangelo, first thing that I'm moving, and that should be a big, 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 big deal. You need to get a first-round pick. You need to get a top prospect who's close to NHL ready. Maybe uh, a, a decent middle six caliber, you know, player or, a, you know. Like an, Tage Thompson or something. Or an okay, yeah. <laughs> or an okay defenseman, you know, that's young, whatever, that you can, you can plug and play for a couple of years, whatever. They've got to get something big in a Petrangelo return, but they've got to do it because they're spending too much money on a bad roster, which imagine that. Who didn't see that coming? So um, I just – It's almost like they learned nothing from Minnesota. I just don't think – you know, I don't. I agree with AD. I don't think Tarasenko goes anywhere. I think that will cost an arm and a leg. Um, but well, I, would, I, mean, I would be curious about a guy like Jaden Schwartz maybe having – Ooh. Oh, I'd love to have him. Like, well, and the problem is, Jaden Schwartz is hurt all the time. Well, he's hurt so all the time. Really, but he's really it, good. It, no pun intended. It hurts his trade value. Yeah, that his availability is is what it is every year. Oh, 
I'd love to have Jaden Swartz. And he's yeah. played college hockey here, of course. Yeah. Well, he's really good. Go get Jaden Swartz. Oh, and I'd he's love really that. reasonably priced for a long time. Does he play and any right wing. wing? Left wing. Everybody's a left Louis wing. Blues? Nobody's a right wing. I know. Are the St. Louis Blues going to move any of these pieces within the division? No. Mm. I don't think they go. I, Nashville's the only team that may pay up. I pay think up. that's overrated, the whole in the division thing. I don't disagree with you, but I mean, I mean we saw Chicago and Nashville make a big deal at the deadline last year. Yeah. Technically, the Avs in Nashville did. Technically, yeah, always used to make trades with Calgary. Sure. I mean, yeah. The Avs used to so make really trades. So really, it's Nashville or nobody. <laughs> <laughs> they're either moving them to. Well, because I think Nashville's going for the cup, and so they're not giving it. They, they don't care where their stuff goes. They care about what they're getting and yeah, what's they've available. They've got to win. If they've got to win now. If they're taking something from a Central Division team, they're fine with that. They view that as, hey, that's great, yeah. that first-round pick. Yeah. That, that'll that help you guys in four years. Yeah. Who made a trade with the Colorado Avalanche so. last year? Nashville Predators. So it's really Nashville's the only Central Division team that I think is going to be comfortable doing that. Soros? Um, I oh, would no. Say, I think they're Chicago, not going to touch that guy. I think Chicago might deal off no. a tank. What do you mean? For Tarasenko? No. He would look good on that team, though. I would do. I mean, I would do that if I was uh, Nashville. Oh, but I mean, obviously there'd be other things involved. I don't. But I don't think that because yeah, we talk about the Abs having goalie problems right now. But, Woo! But I mean, but Saros is not off to the start that you wanted, where you're going to build a Tarasenko deal around him. Now, Chicago Blackhawks could be very big players in the trade market very soon. I hear too. I mean, they're terrible. They yeah, but who do they have to deal? I mean, Duncan Keith is is somebody who could bring in something. So he's one. He's real old, though. Jonathan Taze is untradeable without contracts. Patrick Kane, they don't need to trade. He's a good player still. Right. Like, trading Kane would be dumb at this Brandon point. Brandon Saad would get something. Not Probably not a lot, as much as he would have last year. But yeah, Well, I mean, $6 million, uh, and what are they getting out of him? Anisimov? I mean, I mean, I just yeah. don't see enough on that roster that I'm, I'm not picking the bones. They're all bones already. <laughs> Duncan Keith is Just 35. Don't be surprised if a Duncan Keith trade happens. He's, he's signed at five and a half till 2023. That's okay. That's you got to protect him in the expansion draft. Full right. no move clause signed till 2023. Brent Seabrook, full no movement clause they're, signed till 2024. They're going to they're they're try and parcel off as much as they can in Chicago. Brandon Saad, I could see. I think we said already. What kind of year is he having? Mm. I honestly don't know. I can't sit through Blackhawks games. Maybe Patrick Kane gets traded, though. I mean, maybe he's the guy who gets moved. You know, it's possible. 16 points in 30 games? 29. I mean, maybe Patrick Kane, you know. Patrick Kane and you two? I I mean. (sighs) Maybe he could be a guy that gets moved. It's it's hard to fit 10 million into your cap. It is. Ten and a half. Yeah. It's tough to do. He's a hell of a. For five more years. He not only puts up points. He's, he's he sells tickets. He does stuff like that. Yeah, I would stay away from the PR angle. Stay of it. away from cab drivers and women. Stay away from Vegas. Yeah. All right. Never mind. I. But the, the I irony Chicago's in that statement right there is, I could see Vegas maybe being the only team that would dip their toe into the Patrick Kane oh. market. I mean, yeah, just keep them away from the Uber mm, drivers. I don't know that they'll have the money for that. I don't that think just seems they've like they've spent a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the only reason yeah, I Paul say that. Paul Stastny. Well, and Max Pacioretty. <laughs> resigning their own They're guys. Well William again, Carlson is up again at the end of the season. What about the other kid, Marchesol? Is he He's up? signed long term. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He's I mean, in a again, reasonable so. deal. Yeah, but still, I mean, $5 million is still $5 million. Right, right, you right. know? When but, you got, but, when you you got know, four of those you, guys hanging you, around. Do you maybe move a William Carlson back to Chicago? I could see Vegas trying to be players oh, in, let's go dumb. get our big name That would here. be so dirty if they capitalized on the William Carlson insanity of last yeah, year and turned him into like a Dump Patty him. Kane. Yeah, that would be dumb. I think Patty that Kane That would make me Vegas so mad. <laughs> so there's my official prediction. When Chicago gets into the trade market, watch for Vegas. That's based on nothing but... AD mentioning that two seconds ago. <laughs> or Buffalo. Or Buffalo. He's from Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo's always. Buffalo they need someone other than those Jeff three Skinner. guys scoring. Again, people talk about the Avs being a one-line team. The Sabres went almost a full month with no one other than Eichel, Skinner, 
Skinner. And there was one other guy that scored. Those are the Skinner's only three goal scorers. Up. How about, how about so. the Avs signing Skinner next summer? Well, if he's a free agent, hell yeah. I'm, I'm up for that, man. I'm up for that. Give I mean, me Mark Stone. Just give me Mark Skinner. Stone. Give me Mark Stone. I'm Skinner, fine with that Stone, too. Panarin are all you can all set to be UFAs. You imagine the bread man on the Avs. I don't care Miko. which one of those dudes it is. Sign one of them. I'm happy. I'm happy. Paul Stasny's still an injured reserve. Uh, he's uh, supposed he's, to come back tonight, but yeah. I don't think he did. Yeah. He was he's been practicing. He was with eligible the team. to come back tonight. Yeah. So if he's not back for this game, he will be shortly. I don't see him out there in this as we speak. Uh all right, guys. Let's go ahead and jump out of here. Bounce. This was this was our let's just talk about hockey segment. Uh, quick <laughs> plug for the watch party Friday night. Come on oh, to the yeah, Ice House Tavern. <laughs> hang out with us. Uh, hang Adrian out with Dater, uh, Other BSN personnel be there. Uh, I will be, be there. Louis. You'll be in St. Louis. At the game. I will be watching it with. A bar full of Hopefully, Patriots. Hopefully, just as many Avs fans as we had there last time. It was an awesome, but awesome. Seriously, turnout. check out the website. Get your RSVP button if you want to come out to Ice House Tavern on Friday night. We're giving away not one, not two, but three, four, five, but six pairs of free sweet tickets to the Avalanche Maple Leafs game. Six That's times two is 12. Six times two is 12. Yeah. 12 tickets to the Avalanche Maple Leafs Maple Leafs fans game. aren't invited. Oh, you don't have to do a damn thing except show up <laughs> and get a free ticket to put in the hat, and you could walk away with a, a ticket to an Avs sweet First game against banquet. the Toronto Maple Leafs and Mike Babcock whose ego will precede him when they get to Denver by a million miles. And uh, come on out. Come on to Ice House Tavern. Are you saying Babcock's ego lands an hour before the team plane does? <laughs> Not a more egotistical guy in hockey than I, I've ever met than Mike Babcock. Good wow. coach, though. Hell of a coach. Wow. That's, that's my take, and I stick to it. For AJ Hayfley and Adrian Dater, I have been Jesse Montano. This is the BSN Avalanche podcast presented by In We Go. Big shout out to Blake Street Tavern, as always, for being such awesome hosts. We love it down here. We will definitely, definitely be back. Thank you guys all so much for listening, and uh, we hope to see you Friday. Dear sports fans, elevate your game to the next level with a Toyota truck. Drive the crowd favorite Tacoma. This versatile playmaker is ready to own the weekend. Choose the tailgating MVP, the Toyota Tundra. This is one vehicle that comes up clutch. Or ride in the adventurous 4Runner, a true champion on and off the road. Whichever truck you choose, you're getting a real winner. Come join the team of champions, Toyota Trucks. Visit toyota.com to learn more or check out your local Toyota dealership today. Toyota, let's go places. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.